Are you serious? I've got a fire in my eyes. I'm burning brighter than the sunlight. You orchestrated my escape. Now I'm awake. I feel alive for the first time. You ignite the fire in my eyes. Hello, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brother Marcos Radio Show. I am your host, Brother Marcos, broadcasting directly from Sao Paulo, Brazil. And um, I'm glad to be here with you today. Once again, we are, we are in our third year in this show, trying to bring you analysis about the facts that, that really have an effect on the Christian life, especially the, the, the life of a Christian, because you, my friend, you who are a Christian, you know that you are in a war. We are in a war against a world system that is, that is unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's in the hands of the enemy. It's in the hands uh, for a short time of Satan. And uh, we have, but we have the power of Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit with us. So we are more than conquerors, conquerors uh, with through Jesus Christ. And uh, so what we do, we try to prepare you to face the many dangers that are all around us, and we try to pre prepare you to understand the schemes of the devil. Okay, we are trying to follow Ephesians 5:11. We're exposing evil. And I'll tell you, my friends, this is one of those shows when uh, I, I think it's an important show. I think it's a breakthrough because we're going to talk about the worshipers of evil. Oh, yeah. Do you know that some people, they worship evil? They, they really uh, they plan and they live their lives uh, following evil. Oh, yes. Yes, they do that. They do that. They regard evil as a good thing, exactly as the Bible tells us that in the last days, people would say that, you know, everything was inverted. You know, the law of reversal. Do you remember Aleister, Aleister Crowley, the Satanist, the infamous, the infamous Satanist Aleister Crowley? He had the law of reversal. So he would say that the good is bad, the bad is good, black is white, white is black, okay? Everything upside down, yes. And the Bible, you know, Bible tells us that God is not the God of confusion, you know? And, and basically for the Christian, if you say yes, it's yes, no, it's no, okay? It's everything is plain. Jesus used to teach in plain daylight, in broad daylight, Okay, he had no secrets. He had no secrets. He had no Gnostic knowledge that was reserved for an elite. No, even a child can understand the teachings of Jesus Christ. But these guys, you know, they really see things upside down and they worship evil. And I'll tell you, I was wondering, I, I, I really, do I need to talk about this? My friends, I think we need to talk about those 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 uncomfortable things. Because few people are doing that. Okay? Few people are doing that and those things they have an effect in our daily lives all the time. So so basically what we're going to do today is uh this is a segue to last show. If you have not listened to the last show when we were talking about the worship of the eternal feminine, you should go back and listen to that show because we were discussing the way that they are organizing the new world religion, the religion of the Antichrist that is coming. Okay, it's a religion that hates Christianity and it is a religion that is based on the worship, worshiping of the eternal feminine, the goddess Sophia of the Gnostics. The Virgin Mary idolatry of the Catholics and the Orthodox people and of the Anglicans, okay? The rosary that they love, uh, 
Okay, we're talking about Tara, the mother of the Buddha. We're talking about Shakti, Shakti, the principle of the feminine power, the eternal force of the feminine of the Hindus. We're talking about Fatima, Fatima, the daughter of, of Muhammad. So, my friends, for these people, they believe that the they believe in the duality. They believe that there is, you know, in the beginning of time, in the beginning of creation, uh, basically two very strong principles, a masculine principle and a feminine principle. And they believe that feminine principle is the one that brings you light, that brings you the capacity to develop yourself spiritually, that you will become a god if you follow the goddess. Because she is the one who brings the light. It's just like the goddess Sophia of the Gnostics. Okay? It's the Shekinah. It's the Shekinah of the Kabbalists, of the Jews. Okay? Shekinah is not a word that is in the Bible. Okay? It, it's a word that... that, that it's, it's like uh, the consort of God for the Jews. You know? It's like God has a wife. I mean, come on. <laughs> You know, and that's the Shekinah that they, they adore, that they worship. So they think that, you know, you have to worship this goddess in order to develop. Because she's the one that opens the doors of spirituality. Okay, she's the one that is in the Kundalini spirit, you know, that they, they try to wake up the Kundalini spirit through meditation, through rituals, through yoga, the practice of yoga. So they say that the Kundalini spirit is in the base of your spine and that it's coiled up there it's like a serpent, three times and a half coiled upon itself. And then it will rise up and uh, get to your head chakra in, on the top of your head. And then you're going to open your third eye and become totally demon-possessed. That's what happens. But they like it. They like it, my friends. I just posted a video on the Facebook page, or the Fifth Hook Media Facebook page, and uh, you could see people there meditating, and then one by one they start to be awakened by the Kundalini spirit, and they start, you know, to, to, to they, they fall down to the ground, and they start to have the movements of a snake, completely demon-possessed people. But they think that's great. They think they are achieving spiritual development. They are in contact with the Shakti, feminine spirit. So, my friends, basically, that's the big uh, theology of, uh, of the New World Religion. Okay? Because all those guys, apart from Christianity... You know, all those religions, they believe in the same thing. They believe in an uh, impersonal God. They call Atma in Hinduism. I call it the, the, the cosmic bubble. Okay, It's a bubble because it has no personality, no individuality. It doesn't talk. Okay, It's just a force. It's just like you know, in Star Wars. And in Star Wars is basically Hinduism for you. Okay, It's just Hinduism for the, the stupid masses. It's the force. You know, it doesn't talk. It doesn't write a Bible. It doesn't give us any revelation or messages. All right? So, basically, they, they, they think that, you know, since you cannot really please that God, you have to do the meditations, you have to do the occult rituals. That's the only way for you to develop spiritually. It's to be involved in witchcraft, basically. You know? And, and that that's the way it is, my friends. So... We talked a lot about this, this eternal feminine, about the worship of Mary being a bridge to this new world religion. And, but you know, my friends, this is a secret. This is a breakthrough in itself, okay? Because uh, from now on, when you see the Pope saying that Mary is the co-redemptrix of humanity, that Mary is a divinity, that Mary is right, right there with Jesus Christ as a goddess, you know right now what they're talking about. They're talking about the worship of the eternal feminine. Okay? And about Lucifer, because, you know, Baphomet, transgender with breasts, the devil, 
you know, the goat head with breasts, all this talk about transvestites, about transgenders, it's, it's all occultic, okay? It has nothing to do about the rights of people, human rights, no, it's all about occultism, all right? The gay agenda is about occultism. All right, you have to turn into a gay person in order to be developed spiritually because you have to be in contact with the eternal feminine. That's what they say. That's why so many of our leaders they 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 have homosexual tendencies, just like Obama. I mean, come on. If you look at Justin Trudeau, you see that he. I mean, come on. <laughs> The gaydar, you know, do you have a gaydar? It's a gay radar that tells you when someone is a is is a gay person. And Justin Trudeau, come on, you know, sets my my gaydar on, you know, or off, you know, immediately. But anyway, even the Antichrist is said to have no no desire for for women. Do you know that? I think it's in Daniel. Yeah, it's in Daniel. The Antichrist has no will have no desire for women. Okay? Because my friends, Lucifer is a transgender. Oh yes. He's both feminine and masculine. Alright, that's that's what happens. But my friends, this is a big secret and this is a breakthrough in itself. Okay? Because that's the big, big secret that they won't tell the Masons until they get to the thirty-third degree. Wow, now you know that you worship Lucifer, this transgender, feminine thing, all right, that brings you delight. But I'll tell you, my friends, even Masons in the 32nd degree or maybe 33 degree, they don't know the whole secret, you know, because there's more. There is more. Oh, yeah, there's another secret that is even worse than this one. And this next secret, my friends, is only for the bold of heart. It's only for the courageous ones, okay? Because they say, you can really, you know, you can worship Lucifer, the eternal feminine, and you can climb up, you know, the, the, the spiritual, the stairway to heaven if you follow her. But if you really want to be a tough guy, if you really want to be on, t on top, if you want to be a leader, uh, that's not enough. You need to embrace evil. You need to embrace the other side of Lucifer. You need to embrace Satan. Yes, because, you know, the illusion of good and peace and harmony is only for the faint of heart. It's only for the weak people. You know, if you want to be tough, if you want to be in the Illuminati, if you want to be, you know, leading the world, you have to embrace evil. And you know why they say that? You know, some people, I mean, they don't understand why people, you know, why those guys, people like Bill Gates, George Soros, Jacob Rothschild, the bankers, Philip, Prince Philip of England, of the United Kingdom, why why do those people they you know they give one hundred thousand dollars for a hospital? Okay, on uh, Thursday and then on Friday they will sacrifice someone in a demonic ritual. Why do they do that? Are they crazy? Why do they do something very good and then the next day they do something horrible? Because they believe in the balance of good and evil, my friends. You have to go back. You have to go back to Hindu theology in order to understand that. You have to go back to the religion of Babylon. And my friends, I'll tell you what I'm going to talk about. I believe that not even 1% of Christians know what I'm going to talk about today. And I'm including pastors and even students of the occult. They don't understand this, okay? Some people are trying to wake up the Christians right now. I can think about Tex Mars, about his book, you know, The Worship of the Serpent. He has a new book that is talking about the Ouroboros. And the Ouroboros, the serpent that, that bites itself, bites its own tail, you know, the same one that is, is the logo of this Together 2016 thing, the reset thing, you know, that the Christians are embracing right now. The Christian churches are into it. 
There is the Ouroboros there. You know what it means, my friends? It's the serpent, worship of the serpent that goes down to the bottom, to evil, does evil, enjoys evil, and then goes up in the other way to enlightenment. Because that's what they believe. They believe, my friends, that in order for you to climb the stairway to heaven, to become a god, first you have to deal with the evil in nature, in creation. Because in creation, for them, you have both good and evil. Okay? They are both the same thing. So you have to deal with the evil, purge the evil. You know? That means really you have to do a lot of bad things. You have to sin a lot. Okay? okay? You have to, to live a depraved life. You have to do orgies. You have to kill people. You have to do sacrifices. You have to drink blood. You have to do everything that is horrible and wicked. Because they say if you do that, you will purge. You will satisfy the spiritual need to engage with evil, the principle of evil, okay? And then after you satisfy the principle of evil, you'll be ready to work with the principle of good and the principle of enlightenment, okay? And then you will, you will climb up. You will climb up the, 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 the stairs of spiritual development much faster. You will become a god much faster than the other people. Do you understand that? How they think? And this, my friends, comes from Hinduism. Oh, yes, because Hinduism is the thing that is closest, is the closest religion to the Babylonian religion, which is the original religion of the Antichrist, of the Tower of Babel, of Nimrod. Oh, yes, my friends, it goes a long way back, a long way back, thousands and thousands of years. And even the Hindus, they say that this is the most ancient religion. I mean, they're lying because the first religion is Christianity that was told to Adam, okay, in the Garden of Eden. But, you know, apart from Christianity, this is the most ancient satanic religion. Oh, yes. And they believe, my friends, basically in three. They have a, do you know that they have a, a, a trinity in Hinduism? Oh, they, they do. They have the gods Brahma, they have Vishnu, and they have Shiva. It, it's always funny here in Brazil because there is a beer here that is called Brahma. Okay, so if you say Brahma, everybody will think about like, uh, it's just like a Budweiser, okay? <laughs> Very funny. Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Oh, yes. And they say, you know, because this, this Atma god, the force, it can't really do anything, all right? So it stays there, you know, doesn't do anything. But from that thing, the cosmic bubble, there, they, they had these emanations, just like Gnosticism, okay? Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. And Brahma, my friends, is like the god that creates, you know, the universe, sustains the, the whole thing, all right? You have Vishnu. Vishnu is like... Uh, the god that, that, that preserves the universe. And Shiva is the destructive force. So you have, uh, you know, it's like one that is a kind of stability, one that pushes upwards, and one that pushes downwards. Right? right? So you have the, the cycle. It's just like that serpent, the Ouroboros, the cycle. You destroy, you create, you preserve. Do you understand that? Why the evil in the destruction is important for them? Because they say if you don't have the, the, this principle of destruction, the whole thing won't work. You know, the whole machine won't work. And my friends, I'll tell you, each one of these gods, they have, they have a wife. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> you have a wife, my friends. Brahma's wife is Saravasti. Okay? Vishnu. Vishnu's wife is Lakshmi, and Shiva's wife is Parvati, and sometimes Kali. Kali, oh yeah, you know Kali, that one that 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 has the the severed head. You know, I think that Kali belongs to Isis. And, and I'm not kidding here. I'm not kidding. 
because ISIS, the, the terrorists, you know, they're all about death, destruction, gore, you know. Isn't that what they do? Horrible things, the most cruel things that humanity has seen. That's what ISIS do. And what's the name of them? ISIS. ISIS, the goddess of Egypt. The ancient, eternal feminine goddess. So, so you see? So you see how things, they really meet together, if you really think about it. And, she, and Kali, she's just like a terrorist from ISIS. She likes, she likes to hold severe heads that she chopped off from, you know, from her enemies. She has the, this collar made of heads. She has a, a, this, this, this dress made of a skirt, made of severe limbs. She's all about death and blood. Yes, my friends. And that's the statue of this monster, this demon that is in front of the CERN Atomic Research Lab in Switzerland. Do you remember that the face of this demon was projected on the Empire State Building with laser beams a couple of months ago? Do you remember that? Do you think that it, this is by chance? No, my friends, this is not by chance. This is a statement from the occultists, from the Satanists, saying this is the age of Kali. We are bringing the age of Kali to the world, the age of destruction. We need to satisfy Kali's thirst for blood because that's how the universe works. Don't they say order from chaos all the time? You see the two principles here? You only can have order and elevation if you first have chaos, blood and destruction. Ordo ab chaos. That's the motto of the Illuminati. Because that's what they believe. You have Vishnu, Lakshmi, which will bring you up, where you can find the good aspects of Shakti, the eternal feminine of Lucifer. And you have Shiva and Kali, his consort, his wife, which will bring you down, will bring destruction. It's Satan. Satan and Lucifer. So if you really want to have all the power of Lucifer, first you have to follow Satan in his evil doing. Understand that, how wicked it is? And I'll tell you, my friends, that's what the elite, the Illuminati, the Kabbalists, the bankers, that's what they believe in. And they think you have to be tough. That Christians are, are, are just, you know, sissies because they don't have what it takes. They don't have the courage to be cruel. It's just like what Hitler used to say, the power of the will. The Superman, like Nietzsche. Nietzsche was beyond good and evil. It was the title of one of his books. The crazy, satanic philosopher Nietzsche used to say, you have to be a Superman. And in order to be a Superman, you have to be cruel. You have to be courageous. Just like Hitler said, you can only achieve greatness if you are willing to be cruel and destroy That's the kind of enemy we're dealing with. Bill Gates, George Soros, Warren Buffett, all these people in the media, all these people in music, Hollywood, that's what they believe. That's why they have their orgies. That's why they torture children, even sometimes their own children. Most of the times, actually. Because you have to prove to be tough. Otherwise, they would put you in an insane asylum. It's just like they did in the... You know, do, do you know that, the, the, for example, Queen Elizabeth, she had two cousins, and uh, the family put both of them in the, the lunatic asylum, and they never visited them, and they lied to everybody, said that they had died, and they left them to die, to rot there in that asylum. Nobody ever 
send in a, a birthday card even because they were not evil they were not able to really bear with that much evil so they were weak there's no place for weak people in Satanism, in Hinduism, in the Kali worship. Yes, my friends, I'm not really going to deep details in Hinduism because I'll tell you, we could spend 10, 10 shows talking about Hinduism because it's a crazy religion. There's a lot of fables, folklore fables. You know, they talk about in their Vedas, their scriptures, they talk about wars, you know, in the spiritual realm, and sometimes there's a monkey. Do you know there's a monkey, soldier, a general, <laughs> you know, and crazy things like that, wars that, 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 that there's a guy, I think, I think it was a Vishnu, you know, he had a son, and his head was chopped off somehow, and then he said, what am I going to do? My son has no head. And then he saw a, a, an elephant and said, I can use that elephant's head. Then he chopped off the, the head of the elephant and put the head of the elephant on the, the body of his son. And, and then you have the, this new god, you know, the one with the head of an elephant. Can you believe that? That's a kind of crazy thing. So in order for you to really understand all the details of Hinduism, you have to waste so much time that it's not worth it, Okay. So this is only the, the basics, okay? And you have the avatars. Because it's more complicated because sometimes, you know, uh, they will come back to earth. It's like Krishna, you know, the Hari Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Hari. Krishna is just an avatar. It's one, I think it's Vishnu, you know, that came in, incarnated as Krishna. So they have this concept of the, the, the gods coming to earth incarnated you know it's a mockery of jesus Christ's incarnation actually but they do that and that, that's why they say that the goddess shakti can incarnate in fatima can incarnate in the virgin mary it's basically you know in the mother of the buddha it's basically the same goddess you understand even though you're talking about three or four different human beings you can worship any of them because in the, at, in the end you are worshiping the eternal feminine because it's the same God, but it's just a different manifestation through history. So that's the way it works, my friends. You have to understand that. That the Shakti, okay, is the one who really rules the whole thing. She's the boss. She's the boss. And she's like behind all the wives of these, these gods, okay? She's the big principle. She's just like the, the you know... The, the, the god, the cosmic bubble, bubble, Atma. She's behind Saravasti. She's behind Lakshmi. He's, she's behind Parvati. And she is behind Kali. Oh, yes, Kali. And I'll tell you, Kali, my friends, you know, she's the embodiment of the evil. And she is evil. Do you know that the word thug, you know, thug, like, like a criminal in the States, in the United States, like, say, the thug, do you know that, that they were worshippers of Kali in India? Oh, yes. They used to, to create ambushes to travelers in, in India. And they would kill these people in the most horrible ways. They would strangle those people. They would gorge their eyes out. And, and they were like the, this horrible menace to all the people in India. And eventually, the British, they destroyed this. It was a kind of a secret society, a mafia. And they were worshippers of Kali. And they used to say, you know, if we don't do that, the principle of evil, of Kali, will she will destroy the world, world. So we need to satisfy her desire for blood. You understand that? Put the things together, my friends. The thugs. Okay, the thugs, yes. <laughs> that, that's really funny. You know, when you, when, now when you're listening to someone talking about the thug, or saying that thug is a good thing, think about the worshiper of Kali, of the goddess of blood. All right? And my friends, we have here horrible, horrible accounts of what those people do. You know, they have uh, the, 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 the... They have here the... the it's kind of sects that they have in India. And uh, 
people that they call Agori Tantrics, human flesh eating monsters. Okay, it's all about black magic, sorcery, demonic rituals using human skulls and bones, animal, animal corpses, dog, buffalo, because, you know, Kali is the goddess of the cemeteries, of the graveyard, just like the most horrible demons here in the West. Yes, that's Kali, right? And she has like, like two different uh, groups of followers, the Agora and Tantra Vidya, okay? And that, that's what they do. They worship the deities of evil. And they do animal sacrifice, animal cruelty, inside Hindu temples all over India, slaughter millions of animals to honor their gods, okay? Animal and human sacrifice is the fastest, fastest way to please Shiva and Shakti and unlock the hidden secrets of this world, okay? The Kundalini Shakti, the fire serpent power. Evil spirits are the main ingredient in black magic who work for and alongside the tantrics and Agori black magicians in their worship for the devil Kali Ma'a. Yes, they do that. They put curses on people. Okay, that's... I mean, you have no idea, my friends. These stupid people, they, they go to, to the yoga classes and they think it's all about, you know, peace and balance and having peace of mind and they have no idea what's happening in India okay they have no idea it's all about blood it's all about blood okay and uh, what else we have here the Kali principle and they say you know that, that she says Kali okay Kali, Kali, okay? I am Kali. I have called you to this work today because it's time for the destruction of your illusory world. So you see what they say? If you do evil, you destroy. You destroy this world because they say that this world is an illusion. So you're helping. You're helping in, in the development of the person when you kill that person. You see how satanic that is? Because you see, I'm just opening your eyes. I'm opening. I'm killing you in order for you to open your eyes. Now you're gonna, you know, become a spirit. From today, you will never be the same again. You will lose everything. I am here to help you take apart the mind which keeps you locked in its snare. Okay, you free yourself. Okay, that that's what she says. I cut off your hands. I slice you at the neck, and I plunge the sword deep in your into your heart. What you cling to is meaningless. It's illusory. So let me kill you. <laughs> I use my sword to show you the pain of grasping. So you see who she is? You have here the Kali principles. She says that Kali is an aspect of God, an aspect of you in your purest form. She's not separate for you from you. Yes, they say that she's the Kundalini. Okay? That's what she says. And she says, the Kali's world is perfect as it is. When you argue that there is something wrong in the world and that it must be fixed, just like the Christians say, because we Christians say, the world is wrong. It's corrupted. It's tainted by sin. And it's going to be fixed by the coming of Jesus Christ. Okay? That's what we say. But that's not what Kali says. Kali says that if you are complaining about the world being wrong, then you challenge Kali's wisdom. So Kali's wisdom, my friends, if we can call that thing wisdom, is absolutely the opposite of God's wisdom. Death and destruction in Kali's allowance for the evil of the evil ways of human beings have purpose. All that is beautiful. It's beautiful. Evil is beautiful. And all that is painful occurs by Kali's hand and it's critical to the healing of all the beings of this world. Do you understand that? What I'm talking about? So it's very hard for you to say, Oh, Mr. Rothschild, Mr. George Soros, what you're doing is horrible. It's wrong. They will say, no, it's not wrong. I am I'm contributing to the elevation of the world. They will never say that it's wrong. Do you understand that? 
do understand you cannot convince those people because they think they're doing a good thing for the universe when they kill, sacrifice a baby in a ritual or they when they participate in a sexual orgy. And you know what, my friends, this is per perhaps the most important things that you should retain here. Understand this, okay? In Christianity, meaning in reality, God is outside his creation. God doesn't need his creation. He created the universe for his pleasure. It's outside of him. It's a different substance. Because he's holy. So it doesn't matter that there is sin in this world. Sin will never corrupt God because God is outside creation. He's of a different substance. We, we are not pantheists that, that, that believe that God is in a rock, in a tree. No, he's outside creation. He works within creation. He sustains creation. He's at work all the time, sustaining it together with his power. But he's not his creation. It's separated from him. That's why creation can be corrupted. But God is never corrupted. He's holy. Do you understand that? This is critical. You must understand this, this concept. But in Hinduism, in Gnosticism, in the New Age religion, God is in everything. So if God is part of nature, if he's part of his creation, and if in creation there is an evil side, and there is because we know, we can see that all the time, then it means that God is both good and evil. Do you understand this blasphemy, where it comes from? That's why when you tell those people, you're doing evil things, they say, well, what's the problem? God is both good and evil. I must satisfy both of his aspects. aspects. Do you understand that? How hard it is? I mean, you cannot convince a person like that with words. You cannot. It's only the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you, I mean, if a person comes to this kind of understanding, it's like he's in the hands of the devil. I mean, he's gone. He's gone for good. Oh, yes, my friends. And, but, but don't tell me, oh, Brother Marx, this is only the, you know, you're talking about the elite. You're talking about the Illuminati. This is not happening in our world. This is all around, my friends, all around the world. The world is, is that they are attacking our children. How many people don't you know? That they, they, they say with their mouths exactly the same horrible doctrine. They say, you know, I'm going to experience, I ha I'll have experiences in my life. I'm going to college because I want to have experiences. I kissed a girl and I like it. Just like that song said. You know, I'll have lots of experiences. I'll try to be, you know, I'll have a threesome. I'll, 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 you know, I'll have uh, gay sex. I'll try gay sex. I'll try all the drugs. I will backpack to India. I'll do all the crazy stuff. I'll try LSD. I'll try, uh, you know, cocaine. I'll try meth. And then I'll settle down. Later, I'll settle down. I'll marry and I'll raise a family and be a good American. Do you understand that this is exactly the same ideology that they are, you know, the, more, the worst Satanists live by? It's exactly the same thing. But normal people are doing that. And they cannot realize, of course, they are not sacrificing babies yet. But they are following the same principles. They are following the principles that say, oh, it's okay to play with, the, with evil for a time. Because this is going to give me wisdom and knowledge. And then later, well, later I can, you know, I'll settle down. So, my friends, open your eyes because it's all around you. Okay? Let's stop for a minute and we will be back. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. 
Okay, my friends, we are back from the commercial break, and uh, we are discussing about this satanic religion of the worshippers of evil. You know, they're all around us. They believe that, you know, God is both good and evil. It's a concept that comes from Hinduism, it comes from the Babylonian satanic religion, and it's, it's the basis of occultism. But we Christians, we say that God is holy. You know, you have to have nothing to do with evil. That's what we say. That's what the Bible says. You have to stay away from even the appearance of evil. Okay? Much less, you know, doing evil and practicing evil. But they think that they must practice evil. They must satisfy the lusts of Shiva, of Kali. You know, the evil side of the goddess Shakti, the Shakti. The Devi, Devi meaning the, the, the group of uh, goddesses in Hinduism. You know, they think that if you do that, you're going to gain wisdom and then you'll be able to become a god much faster. And I'm trying to explain to you that this is the religion of the elite, of the people who control the world. They like evil. They think evil is a good thing. That it's advancing the, 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 you know, the world. And they do horrible things. I was reading this article here. Okay? This article about, about gurus, you know, the, the Indian gurus, the Sri Aurobindum guru. And they say, you know, you have to do that. They have to be strong. Because many, many black magicians and people who deal with spirits have been strangled or killed. I know because I have been near quite a few of these cases. I mean, they know that. They are dealing with demons. Horrible things. He mentioned several people who died from yoga breathing exercises. So go there to the gym and do yoga. Do you think you're doing a good thing? Fool. That's what you are. You're a fool. Do you think you go there that, that, that you're going to be enlightened because you're going to free the Kundalini spirit? It's horrible here. There is an account here of a person who, you know, he was dealing with the Kundalini. And he says, I was assailed by all sorts of perverse and defining emotions. My body started to move, went on like this in a confused sort of way. After a time, my breathing changed, becoming disturbed. Okay? My mind was sick with fear. My thoughts became confused, meaningless. Someone had seated himself in my eyes and was making me th see things. You see how the horrible thing. My intellect was completely unstable. I heard hordes of people screaming frightfully. I saw strange creatures from 6 to 50 feet tall. Neither demons nor demigods, but human form, dancing naked, their mouths gaping open. Their screeching was horrible and apocalyptic. An army of ghosts and demons surrounded me. All the while, I was locked tight in the lotus posture. My eyes closed, my chin pressed down against my throat so that no air could escape. I mean, you see that horrible, horrible ex experience that they have. Okay? So, my friends, that's what they believe. But let's go on. How do, You know, they took power. The problem, my friends, is that is that what happened? That's the second part of the show. And I'll try to explain to you that, you know, this whole doctrine of evil, how did it, it, how did it become, okay, the religion of the elite? The religion of the system of the Illuminati and the Antichrist. And I'll tell you, 
because it invaded Judaism. Okay, Judaism. Judaism until the, the Middle Ages was basically, you know, a bunch of Kabbalah, superstition, you know, amulets, witchcraft, okay? It was bad, but it was not as bad as it would become, okay? It was just superstition, but they thought they were doing a good thing. It's just like most people in the world, you know, they know that. Basically, there are three kinds of people in the world. The Christians, all right? They hate the Christians, but, you know, we have the Christians. And then you have the vast majority that they think that they would do occultic practices. They, they're doing good things. It's like the white magic people in the Harry Potter movies, okay? White pe people who do practice white magic. They, they, they are into occultism because they want to do good and they want to have peace. Most people are this way, okay? They are the people who want, you know, to have money, health, peace of mind, all right, for their own good, okay? And uh, they don't want wars. They don't want to kill anybody, okay? They are following like the goddess Shakti. They're following, you know, the, the Virgin Mary. They're doing the rosary in, in the Anglican Church of North America. So they want to do their magic stuff for the good. We have these people. They're deceived, okay? And we have this minority, tiny minority, who are doing evil. And they know they're doing evil because they want to be the leaders, so they're the black magicians. They're the bad guys in the Harry Potter movies. They won't tell you that the people who produced, okay, the people who are the you know who are behind the Harry Potter movies, they are black magicians, right? They are not white magicians. They were black magicians, okay. So basically, my friends, let's say that that the Jews until the Middle Ages they were into white magic, all right, until there was this guy called Sabatai or Shabbatai Zevi, okay? Sabatai Zevi, he was a Kabbalist, all right? He was already into Kabbalah. You know, they believe in the tree of life, that if you do, you know, the repetitions, the prayer with, uh, you know, follow the Talmud, and uh, then if you do that and, and do your astral traveling, you're going to find the angels, know the name of the angels and secret rituals, and then you're going to develop spiritually, okay? So he was already into the white magic thing of Kabbalah, all right? But he went a little further, okay? He was born in 1626, okay? He was a rabbi, a Sephardic rabbi, a Kabbalist, all right? And he claimed that he was the long-awaited Jewish Messiah. Oh, yes. You know, the Jewish, Jewish people at that time, they were all you know, upset because they had been expelled from uh, Spain, from Portugal. They had you know, lots of a backlash against the Kabbalah. People didn't like them very much because of their witchcraft. So they were waiting for, for a Messiah. They, they thought, you know, God's going to revenge us. I mean, it doesn't matter that we're living in witchcraft and disobeying everything that God told us to do. But, you know, they really thought, no, God is going to end this persecution. So this guy, he started, you know, to just go around and uh, he visited a lot of different... Uh, different uh, rabbis okay so there's a whole story that we don't have time really to to we don't have time to really go into detail maybe in another show okay but anyway this guy he went for different places okay he went to cairo he went you know all around the middle east the you know in the town of smyrna and he would say no i have revelations i'm gonna be the messiah Okay, and uh, some people say that he didn't say that, but but his followers said, you know, he is the Messiah. And it's interesting that he was born in the Tisha B'Av, the ninth of Av. That is the day of mourning. That's the day when bad things happen to the Jews. That's that's very interesting. So this guy, he went, you know, he traveled to Salonika, Cairo, Jerusalem. And he gathered a lot of followers. 
But it's very interesting that what he did actually was to bring, my friends, this whole worship of evil thing into Judaism. And he started to say, you know, let's do whatever we want to do. Let's have orgies. Okay? You can have the, your, your friend's wife and he can have yours. Let's drink blood. Okay? And he said, for example, he, he would kill the, the, the lamb in the, 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 the Pesach, the Easter, okay, the Passover. Okay? He would, would kill the lamb and he would eat the fat, okay? which was a violation of Jewish law. And he used to say, blessed be God who has restored again that which was forbidden. Okay? So we would start to do everything wrong. Right? He would start to defile the Sabbath. Right? He would, uh, you know, some people would say that he would drink blood. And who, who knows, my friends, what else he used to do? Basically, witchcraft. And, you know, and, uh, and he would say, you know, the the Messiah will only come if uh, people are 100% good or 100% evil. To make people be 100% good is completely unfeasible. It's, it's impossible. So let's make everybody be completely bad. That's going to be great because, you know, we will hasten the day that Messiah will come. He will come faster, sooner, if we do a lot of evil. Because you're going to have the balance, you know, that same thing that, he, that, that comes from Hinduism. And that's what he did. But then it's, it's, it's really funny because the Sultan of Constantinople said, you know, stop these crazy things. You're going to convert to Islam or I'm going to kill you. And what did he do? He converted to Islam, and then he told all his followers that, that, you know, this is the utmost evil, you know, that I could do. So that's basically, it's, it is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you know what happened? So, so he laid low, he was quiet, all right? The sultan, he exiled him to this, this, this small city. And when he died, my friends, he, he left a lot of followers, especially a group called the Dome, the Dome, the, the convert, you know, in, in Turkey. And some people, they follow Sabatai Tevi in Turkey even today. Even today, my friends. Many sorcer, sources claim that 100,000 people still follow his teachings. And this, my friends, was uh, the beginning, or if not the beginning, or uh, an important part of this uh, phenomenon of uh, Jews pretending to be Christians, pretending to be Muslims, saying that it's okay to lie and deceive people. You know, I'm going to pretend to... Uh, I mean, come on, if you go to the American churches, you can find a lot of Jews there pretending to be Christians, I'll tell you. The worship of Israel in the American churches is something, I mean, phenomenal. But, you know, that, that's what he did. But then this guy died, okay? But he left a lot of it's kind of secret society all around the Middle East and even Europe. And it was so, so strong, you know. And the rabbis, they really didn't like it very much, you know, the leaders, because it was a, a threat, to their power and leadership, okay? But this was so strong that they, you know, that, that, that there was a guy named Jacob Frank or, or Jacob Frank. He was born uh, in Poland in 1726. So, you know, the next century, okay? He was born in 1726, lived until 1791. He was a religious leader who claimed to be the reincarnation of Sabbatai Zevi. And he also said he was a reincarnation of Jacob. And he started to gather lots of lots of followers. Some people said that they got like one million followers. You know, basically half of the Jewish population of, in Europe, 
they thought that this guy was the Messiah and that he was the reincarnation of Sabbatai Zevi. And he started to do the same things, create a secret society, okay? And they have uh, like uh, violated all the laws. Same thing, do evil, do evil, do evil in order to bring the success and the dominance and the power of the Jews over the world. Mystical cult of the Sabbateans included ascetism and sensuality. You know, they did a lot of self-inflicted pain, okay? And they were licentious, meaning they had orgies, they had sex with everybody. They would do everything. And it's so funny, my friends, that, that this guy, he ended up converting to Catholicism. Because, you know, it's basically the, the leaders, the government, people there, they said, you know, you either convert or I'm going to kill you. So lots of people, they did the same thing that Sabbatai Tevi did regarding Islam. He did re regarding Christianity. He pretended to be a Christian. Oh, yes. And that's the way it works. So you see, they say... Uh, you know, if you remember that Illuminati, they were created in 1776. That's basically the same time that Jacob Frank was alive and that half of the Jews in Europe were following him and his evil teachings. That's the time when the Rothschilds started their banking empire. That's the time when the Kabbalists, they took over masonry. So you see how it works and that's what they do even... A even today, when you see the Rothschilds working, you know, doing wars and killing people, even the Holocaust, you know, let's kill a lot of Jews because we're offering. I mean, it's, it's even the name Holocaust means, means offering, a sacrifice. Let's, let's offer the sacrifice to the universe, to the, the, the god Atma, to Shiva, to Kali to the goddess Shakti, okay? So we give the sacrifice and then we're going to advance the cause. The Messiah will come. The Jews will conquer, conquer the world. Jerusalem will rule all over the earth if we do that. The Illuminati will conquer the, the world. The Antichrist, which is his, their Messiah, will come and take over if we do that. So you see why they love the abortion, the love Planned Parenthood. That's why those billionaires, they give so much money to Planned Parenthood. Because in their minds, oh, the murder of the little babies, they are advancing their cause. They're going to rule the world because they're offering the blood, you know, to the negative, to the evil principle of the universe. And they believe that you have to do that. You have, you know, you have through the serpent, you have to go down the tree of life, the Sephiroth, you go to the, the, you know, to the bottom of the tree of life. You experience all the evil and then you come back on the other side, you come back upwards to the top and you reunite with the God and you become a God. Because that's what they think. They all think they're gods. The Rothschilds, these guys, they think they're gods. The goldsmiths. I was just reading about, you know, the future king of England and his wife. They're both, you know, they're talking about they're both descendants of the goldsmith family. Goldsmith, James Goldsmith, one of the Illuminati banker friends with the Rothschilds two of his sons are they, 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 they are you know uh, one has married and the other one is dating with the Rothschild women and they think they are gods because they were able to do all this okay and uh, and that's why that's why they love wars that's why they love the sacrifice of babies, abortions, and that's, what the, that's why they have the rituals. So you have to understand this, my friends. These crazy people, 
they will be destroyed. They will be destroyed, my friends. God tell us, depart from me, evil evil doers. Psalm 119. The face of the Lord is against evil doers to cut off the memory of them from the earth. They will not achieve Godhead. They will not become gods. Their memory will be cut off from earth. Psalm 34. Psalm 101. Every morning I will destroy all the wicked of the land so as to cut off from the city of the Lord all those who do iniquity. Okay? We have nothing to do with those people. Job Job 34. Who goes in company with workers of iniquity and walks with wicked, wicked men? Not me, not you, my friends. Okay? Psalm 26. Stay away from them. I hate the assembly of evildoers and I will not sit with the wicked. They will be destroyed. They will be destroyed. Okay? They will be destroyed. That, that's what the Bible tells us. That's what the Bible tells They will be destroyed eventually. So, my friends, our God is a holy God. It's a holy God. He's the God who tells us, be holy because I'm holy. The whole plan of God for your life is to become more like Him. It's to be apart, to be separated from evil. Evil will do nothing to you but send you to hell. Because in heaven, there's no place to evil for evil. There's only place for the holiness of God. And we are only able... We are only able to be with God in that, in that place because of the holiness of Jesus Christ. Because He died for your sins and you can claim His sacrifice for you. And when you die... And God asks you, why do you think I should let you in heaven? Why do you, should you enter heaven? Then you say, it's because of my faith in Jesus Christ. And God will see the holiness of Jesus who lived a sinless life when he looks at you. It's, it's like a robe that, that you wear, okay? That's called impartation, all right? So that's why you, we desperately need Jesus Christ. We have to believe that he died for our sins at the cross. And all those people, they will be thrown in the lake of fire. In the lake of fire. Those, those people who believe that evil will be good for them. You see how satanic it is, this whole thing? Now you understand why they do what they do. Okay, with the left hand, they will give money to the poor to a, for a hospital. And with the right hand, they will participate in orgies and will kill someone in a satanic ritual. That's, that's their mind, the depraved, sick mind. Now you understand why sometimes it's so confusing. It's so confusing the way that the leaders, the powerful people in the world, they behave. You don't understand why they do that. They, 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 they really sound, you know, they look like they're schizophrenic. They don't know what they're doing, but they, they know very well what they're doing. They had made a decision to follow the lies of Satan. And their end, their destiny is horrible. It's the lake of fire. Have nothing to do with that. Don't play with evil, my friends. The time for you. The time for you to stop messing around and get right with God is right now. Stop sinning. Right now. Give up sin. Ask for the Lord to give you the strength to do it. But you have to take the first step. You have to show God that you're, you mean business. That you're serious about 
you know, not dealing with sin and evil anymore in your life. Okay? The world will tell you, it's okay for you to play with sin for a while. They call it having experiences. Oh, that's how they call it. It's good. It's cool. It's hipster to have experiences. But it's not. It will only lead you to destruction. Sin has a price. And you're going to pay. If not today, it's tomorrow. So stop sinning right now. That's the best thing you have to do. And trust Jesus. If you don't have the strength to do it, ask the Lord for strength and for help. Okay? Thank you very much for your attention. I hope you have learned something useful today. And I hope to see you next week. God willing. Bye-bye. Go to fifthhookmedia.com right now. Yeah.